TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Start of another week. Hope your week is off to a good start. Hope you had a great weekend as well. And are refreshed and ready to tackle what is ahead. Of course, we will talk about the events that have unfolded the past few days. Lots of conversations taking place about Tyree Nichols, and appropriately so. We're going to address that on this program today. Some of you may be quite surprised by some things that I will communicate today, but I hope I'm able to advance the conversation. You know, one of the things that I've just noticed in the past few days, there's a lot of rage out there. This is not new. And I think one of the concerns I have along the way is we have not tangibly had a discussion about one of the most important aspects of this issue. We're going to talk about it today. And I'll be very eager to hear from you because it's time. It's really beyond time for us to have some important conversation about what is really going on with law enforcement in this country. Contrary to what a lot of people are thinking out there, I don't think this is about race. As you have observed in this situation, all of the officers involved, all of the officers fired and charged, they are black. So this is not a racial issue. What is it? Well, I have a definite perspective on this, and we'll talk about it during the course of the broadcast today. I want to begin, as I attempt to do every time we start a conversation here, I want to begin with something that is actually encouraging. As you know, a few weeks ago, we watched in horror what took place on Monday Night Football. What we observed was very scary. We watched Amar Hamlin take a hit and later come to realize that he went into cardiac arrest. Thankfully, his heartbeat was restored on field before he was transferred to University of Cincinnati Medical Center. He was there for a full nine days before going to Buffalo for further medical treatment. He's put out messages along the way to let people know he was okay and to thank people. But something he did 
I think right before the weekend, was very encouraging. A very heartfelt six-minute video he put together. I would strongly encourage you to watch the whole thing. We're not going to play the entire message. But I do think it's very important to share part of the message. We're going to address this tomorrow on Transformation Tuesday. One of the things really missing from our culture is thankfulness and appreciation. And I think, well, it's not just my opinion, as you will hear. Thankfulness is really healthy. It's not just healthy psychologically, not just healthy spiritually, mentally. It's healthy for you in terms of your physical health. And I think it's wonderful when someone goes through an experience like this that one of the first things that they're eager to do is to express thankfulness and appreciation. For that reason, I want to share just a very brief clip from this six-minute-long video. This is Damar Hamlin, and he is communicating in this his thankfulness and appreciation. Listen up. Well, I'm so thankful to everybody. I know that it isn't enough just to be thankful. This is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. And I can't wait to continue to take y'all on this journey with me. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? You know, it's one thing to put out a message that's on text. It's another thing to actually hear someone's voice, to see their image. I know how important that is in times when I've been ill. It's one thing for my mom, for instance, to get word that I'm okay. There's something reassuring about seeing and hearing someone. And we are so thankful for the recovery experienced by DeMar Hamlin. It's absolutely positively awesome. And I'm thankful that he has communicated that to us. Many of you have heard about DeMar Hamlin's charity. He was very actively involved in a community toy drive. Do you know what the modest goal for this was at the very beginning? $2,500. Your mind will be blown by how much has been raised. So the goal was to do this toy drive for DeMar's community, sponsored by the Chasing M's Foundation. But now there's been renewed support in light of DeMar's current battle. And the contributions have just kept flowing in. The goal of the Chasing M's Foundation is to be a vehicle to bring lasting impact to his community. The foundation supports tour drives, back-to-school drives, kids' camps, and much more. I am excited to tell you this $2,500 goal has just been absolutely obliterated. They have raised a total of $9,027,300. Isn't this absolutely awesome? I know for someone like DeMar Hamlin, he's one who believes 
the scripture. I believe it's Roman 8, Romans 8.28. All things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And don't twist this. I'm not saying, isn't it wonderful that he suffered cardiac arrest? No, I'm saying it's wonderful. God has taken something that was so terrifying, so devastating, and he's used it for his glory. Not only in restoring the health of this young man, but also now in being able to multiply a, multiply a blessing to new, who knows how many young people. That's something that is praiseworthy as we begin our broadcast today. We have yet more good news to report than the story about Tyree Nichols, and we'll get to that and delve into the ugliness of what has happened with the release of the body camera video. We'll delve into this and get your perspectives. I want to hear all of it. We'll have that conversation as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. on the Vince Coakley radio program and one of the deeper conversations that we'll have during the course of the broadcast today you know a person I don't agree with a lot now I find myself agreeing with him a lot more since he has really come to grips with how crazy the left has become I think it's really interesting how and I've said this before I think there's a sense of consensus that's developing out there in deeper ways than we may realize. We'll get to that a little bit later on. If you'd like to join the conversation, the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110. It's 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Before we get into what many of you have seen, the body cam video, the brutal deadly beating of Tyree Nichols. Another praise item to report. Because right now, the most important thing is to care for the people who are here. They didn't ask for funeral expenses. They didn't ask for trauma. 
But there's a family that's in deep mourning. And not only having to mourn and having the opportunity to mourn privately, this is everywhere. Everywhere they turn, conversations, video, media. There's a GoFundMe campaign started in memory of Tyree Nichols. And it surged since the release of the body cam video that documented the deadly encounter with police. It was created by Nichols, by Nichols' mother, Ravon Wells, to support the family and to serve as a memorial for Tyree himself. On Friday, they only had $82,000 in donations. Just an hour after the video was released, by Saturday, they reached their goal of 700000 By the way, that goal had been moved to a million two hundred thousand. And I know this is not all about money because there's some things, obviously, money is not going to bring this young man back. What has happened here is a horrible injustice, and there's no way to explain this away. It's heartbreaking to listen to a young man literally get beat to death, crying for his mother, who is not far away. I want to share some audio, and, and this, there are times when I listen to people, and they communicate things that are just right on point. One of those situations, I believe, was on Saturday, and... This is a person I've not talked with much. She's been on this program some time ago. You're probably familiar with Dan Bongino, who is a radio host, also works on the Fox News channel. I sent a message to Dan just commending him for the comments that he offered on Saturday morning. They were right on point. I'm going to quickly share these with you because I think this is going to resonate with just about everybody. I don't think anybody's going to object to what he communicated here. So many times when you see these situations, people talk, well, we need to take a look at training. And, you know, what went into this? Were they not trained well? Um, just forget about all that stuff. Can we just accept the fact, and I've said this before about people who are involved in shootings and go and shoot a bunch of people up? Can we just acknowledge the fact there are just bad people out there? And I think that can be said for these five men. We're going to share some audio. The first is from Dan Bongino, and he makes it very clear this is not a training issue. Listen up. You know, having done this job, having been a street cop in the 75 precinct in East New York, Brooklyn, one of the most dangerous in the country, you know, I've been there and hundreds of traffic stops and foot pursuits. Uh, so I've seen it and I know exactly uh, what it feels like to walk up on a car. I waited to comment because I'm trying to find any legitimate rational reason uh, that the situation was handled the way it was. Uh, there, there's been a lot of commentary on this about training and other things, and 
I, I don't get where that comes from. You think anyone was trained to do this? This isn't a training issue, guys. I was actually a trainer in the Secret Service Law Enforcement Academy and went through the NYPD Academy twice as a, in the cadet program and a cop and the Secret Service Academy and the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center down in Glynn County, Georgia. Nobody is trained to do this. This is not a training issue. This is a personnel issue. These guys are just bad guys. This, who does this? Uh, listen, guys, there is no attempt in this situation. And again, I've watched, I've, I've been there, I've done this, I've watched this video now probably 10 times. There is no attempt at all at any point in this scenario to de-escalate. None. Zero. Hey, keep in mind as well, this is not a one-on-one. -on -one. You have multiple men here who significantly outweigh this guy. And listen, I get it. I once watched two ESU cops, SWAT cops, in a, 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 a hospital in Brooklyn nearly get taken out by a 13-year-old young girl. So people do get, uh, you know, the adrenaline rush and, the, and the, 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 you know, the, that, that happens in these kind of stressful situations, as Peach has said, is very real. But again, there, there doesn't appear to be any attempt whatsoever to de-escalate and lower the adrenaline level. Yep. This is right on point. This is not about training at all. The next clip here from Dan, he's talking about how this was a completely bungled, mishandled traffic stop. Listen. Conservatives and libertarians, and as any sane, rational lover of this country, it is our duty, no matter no matter who we're looking at in this video, a cop, a civilian, or anyone else, to defend everyone's God-given rights. Uh, God-given rights. The Constitution just protects what God gave you. I I'm not really sure that these cops understood that with this guy. I mean, what, 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 I don't understand what he did. They're saying reckless driving. Why are you yanking him out of the car then? Mm -hmm. Where's the, where's your license? Well, you know, can we see your license, sir? We pulled you over for reckless driving. You know, where, I don't understand where any of that is. It's just not there at all. This was not a traffic stop. This was just vigilante activity. I wouldn't even call it. It's certainly not justice. And there's no excuses that can be made for this whatsoever. You're going to hear more from Dan Bongino. Also, perspective from someone I mentioned I don't often agree with. I find him agreeing with me more lately. And he provides a perspective on this that I think is very, very important, especially for people who have really tried to make this, and even this situation, about race. We'll delve into that and much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. As you know, I like to get your perspectives, and uh, let's uh, just share some of the items here on the text line, because this has been scrolling away since I brought up this subject. This texter, I think these cops, all members of the Scorpion unit, which in name alone sounds like a rough bunch, stay amped up to kick ass. Do you think you would have beaten, been beaten 
had he simply complied with the officers, not trying to be provocative, it just doesn't make sense to provoke the police. I have to tell you, again, one of the things Dan Bongino pointed out, and I think it's worth pointing out and reminding you, why in the world do you have somebody get out of the car? What is it, the supposedly reckless driving, whatever it is? Uh, you start, you start at the very beginning with the very basic stuff, your license and registration. That does not appear to be where this started at all. Get out of the car is the wrong thing from the very beginning. This was just bungled from the very beginning. Vince, I know Dan Bongino is probably more vociferous than you would like, but he speaks truth and everything I hear. Some of it sounds like a doomsday message laced with panic porn, but in reality, I find them to be one of very few truthful media pundits out there. That's from Jeff. Why should we as individuals be forced to live, comment on the pain of every godless action by sinful man? We as individuals cannot do this. I'm logging out on Tyree discussions. I understand where you're coming from because there's a sense in which we're, aren't we addressing a lot of times talking about local problems? And because the mainstream media, I've talked about this before, because the mainstream media has what is called a news hole, they're constantly on the search for things to blow up and give national attention to. Having said that, when you have a pattern of things that happen, it does point out something that needs to be addressed. And I'm going to talk about what the real issue is. Vince, what happened in Memphis, the direct result of years of progressive liberal policies, all the qualified police have left the department for new careers or different cities that better support them. Unfortunately, this will continue to happen with underqualified recruits. No one wants the job. When I watched the video, my thought was the officers acted with a pack mentality. They were determined to take their suspect down. No one seemed to be in charge of the group to step in to stop their actions. No adults here. None. Not a single one. Don't believe the problem is about police or color. The issue surpasses all of our dividing factors. We have an accountability problem. We all, politicians and powerful not excluded, must find accountability for our actions or everything will be torn apart. Wow, that's really good. This texture says, how about listening to F the Police by NWA? It explains everything what blacks in urban cities have been saying about police. After watching what police did to Tyree Nichols, I signed up for a concealed carry class and have already started carrying in my vehicle. I promise what happened to Tyree Nichols will never happen to me. I'd rather be judged by 12 than be carried out by 6. Wow. You see the fire these folks are playing with? These gangsta cops have been watching training day too much as I watched them hold this young handcuffed man up and beat him with a billy stick. My heart was just breaking. Black folks all over the country have been saying there's an issue with police forever. It's been expressed through protests, movies, songs, and in churches. Black folks have always said black officers is just as bad as white. It's a police issue, and the racial part of it, it just seems to happen. 
just seems to happen to be negatively impacted by this latest event just because of Republicans and police unions' history with blacks. This young man wrongly murdered. We should be expressing our sympathy for him and his family, not turning it into a cause, not right now. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. I want you to hear more of Dan Bongino. Uh, one of the things he communicates here is who we are as a country is at all stages of law enforcement that he has experienced, who we are supposed to be, who we really are. And he's talking about cops. Listen up. Do we have that one? It's who we are. All the police officers out there I know that are good and decent people, you know this, and don't ever forget this. We are not vigilantes. This isn't freaking Judge Dredd, okay? We are paid to do a job. We are that thin crust on a volcano, as that old adage goes, and we keep civilization along with our military internationally intact, okay? When those handcuffs are on or that subject stops resisting, that fight, damn it, it's over, man. That fight is over. That is not your fight anymore. That's not your fight anymore. It is for the judge and the judicial system and a jury, or if that he decides to plea and get a lawyer at that point, that is the purpose of a legal system. We are not animals. We are not savages. We don't beat the living uh, out of people to make a point. This isn't a bar fight. We're not bouncers. We are professionals. And one last thing. Actually, I got a couple other things. You don't soccer kick someone in the damn head. Amen. They don't even let that happen in the UFC. When a person is not on their feet, you don't kick them in the head. What you, you, could, you could literally kill them, which in this case happened. Oh my gosh. When he said that, I thought, wow. It's not even allowed in the UFC. Final piece of audio from Dan. And this is really important because this is the kind of country we live in. The good thing is, at the end of all of this, these guys have been fired and justice is coming. Here's Dan again. The process worked. The process worked, guys. You had these officers immediately terminated and the judicial system, which they disrespected by beating the crap out of this guy till he died, the judicial system they disrespected will now ironically handle them. These five men you see on the screen. Like anyone else, they're entitled, however, to the presumption of innocence. They will have their say in court as well. However, now they will be subjected to a jury of their peers. Again, the same exact system they disrespected by enacting a death penalty themselves in this case. Justice is coming. Coming up, I'm going to offer my thoughts on how to address these kinds of issues. What's at the heart of the problem? That much more will also take your calls, your text. Stay with us.
over on the text line, this texter says, bring on Will Riley. I'm sure the two of you will find a way to blame the victim and offer comfort to police. Can I just tell you right now, you are a profound idiot. I don't mind saying that. And it's people like you that make discussions like this fruitless. Because you've already drawn conclusions about who we are and what positions we take. So I just want to, I'm just calling you out. This is just what you sent as a text is an example of just rank stupidity. And you should be ashamed of yourself for your ignorance. So, having said that, I want to go to something else that I think is really right on the money. Bill Maher, and I think this is before the video was actually released. Bill Maher hit this thing right on the head. And one of the things that was on my mind this weekend, I was thinking back, do you remember some weeks ago when we had the bus from a North Carolina college that was stopped by a group of officers, I believe in Spartanburg County, and do you remember the school complained that this was racism? And see, this is part of what ticks me off. Because we have had people who have cried wolf so many times, and I'm talking about defending criminals, I'm talking about blowing up things and putting a racial motive on something when it's not even there. And it gets to the point where people stop listening. And people become dull of hearing. Part of the problem is we're not addressing the real problem. Before we get to that, I want you to hear what was communicated by Bill Maher this weekend because it is right on the money. Here are his comments. This week, people learned the names of a couple of cities here in California, Half Moon Bay and Monterey Park was the other one, right? <laughs> and, you know, th- th- these shootings happen. We go through these ri- this ritual where then we wait for, the, for them to announce the race of the shooter. Like we're waiting for the Oscar nominations. <laughs> because that's, you know, somehow to a lot of people the most important thing. And I just thought it was very interesting that this week, Asians were killed by Asians. Two Asian men who are, you know, 66 and 72. And then this week we just got this video of the Memphis Five. A black man is brutally beaten in Memphis by five cops. They're all black. I guess what I'm asking is America's culture of violence, it does go deeper than race, right? And I think this monofocus we have on race is short-circuiting us trying to fix some of the realer problems. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. This has been the go-to in so many of these cases. It's about race. And it's not. I want to share a couple of posts, really great posts on social media. This from Danelle. Listen, folks, there's no outrage due to Memphis because all the cops have been fired, arrested, and charged with multiple charges, including kidnapping. The due process is happening. Isn't that what we were mad at? Because the white cops were suspended with pay while investigation and never charged. We had to kick, scream, and shout to get them arrested. Now we have to let the legal process work. 
again, it doesn't matter what color the cops are. The mission is still the same. Black lives have to matter, period. We should not get different treatment when we get stopped for traffic. Larry Elder. Blacks have been trained, encouraged, indoctrinated by Democrats, academia, Hollywood, media, big tech, to see the world through race-tinted glasses. It's the powerful combination of keeping blacks angry, so they vote Democrat, and white guilt. And Larry is right on the money. And it's destroyed us from addressing the real problem. Let me tell you very quickly what the real problem is. It is about power, period. Power. And let me say something very strong. Everyone in official positions must realize there are limits to their power. And the consequences for abuse have to be swift and strong. Let me tell you what my position is, and I welcome your thoughts on what I'm about ready to say. I favor expedited trials for people in positions of power. I don't care what that power position is. If you're president of the United States, if you are a cop, there should be an expedited trial. In a case like this, you kill somebody, I don't see why you should wait months for a trial. And I believe there should be a death penalty. In some cases, this is a case where I believe there should be a death penalty on the table. I'd love to know what you think. We have to take this issue of the abuse of power seriously. Whether it's killing somebody or, hey, how about the example of what happened in New York State? with killing old people by sending them to nursing homes. Yes, I believe there should have been a trial. And I do believe the former governor ought to be tried. I'm serious about this, folks, because if we let people abuse power and get away with it, and we let these trials go on forever and ever and ever and ever, you know what's gonna happen. This will never, ever stop. I welcome your thoughts. Our number two is straight ahead. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 